Welcome into another episode of the 920 Show. It feels good to be back. Ayo. Hey, uh, we had a week off. It wasn't like a busy week or anything. No, it was It was really slow, really melancholy. Last week feels like 100 million years ago. 2021, honestly. Yeah, it could be. It might as well be. Right. I was. So the reason we didn't have an episode, and you probably would have probably won, been one of our biggest episodes because it would have been the same day as the big announcement. But yours truly was in San Antonio for a international travel conference where I was pitching Green Bay to all sorts of international people. I learned how to um, present business cards in Chinese. That's a useful skill. Yeah. You do it two-handed, and then you have to put your hands out like that, and then you have to study it, it, and then you have to put it in a prominent location during the meeting. You knew this. Who told you this? A Chinese man. <laughs> Like, Where was he from? China. What what business? Like, oh, like, he was from a tour company. Oh, okay. But he was based like he's based in America now. So we were talking about Great Lakes cruising and all that sort of stuff. Um, and so since I was out in San Antonio and Katie doesn't take any responsibilities, uh, she would not do the podcast alone, even though I did it solo when she was sick Nick, the week before. Nick leads the podcast. <laughs> I just add the comedic relief. Oh, yeah. You're wondering. Yeah, that's, I'm glad that was in your Whoa, this, job did this description. Did just fall down? Yes, it did. You didn't screw it in tight enough. Pull it up. There you go. Nice. Okay. Yep. Righty tighty, lefty loosey. There you go. And we're back. We're back. All right. Um, so IPW was incredible. San Antonio was incredible. Riverwalk, underwhelming. It was great chips and salsa city. And um, that's my favorite appetizer. Yeah. Great so taco city. I would love it there. Uh, yeah, but I didn't know they diverted. It's not an actual river for the really? Riverwalk. It's not like They Venice? just diverted. No. They just diverted that it. That was good geography. It was. <laughs> it was. It was. You got have you been to Venice? No. <laughs> Five stars though for me. Yeah, I would wish I would. I wish. Say so they 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 diverted a river mm-hmm. in through the city. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. And there's but there is glow in the dark boat ride, so that was cool. Did you do it? No. Too busy. Work. Okay. Work. That's work, work, almost work. what you were there for. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. So let's get into it. I go ahead. You may be interested in what our red shirts are for. Oh. I forgot about... Ladies Ooh, should I gentlemen. show the back? Should I show the back? We are the official hype team. Levitt hype team. Levitt amp concert series hype team. The big announcement uh, came down yesterday with the uh, schedule, and look what I got right here. The if schedule. you're wondering what it is, it is a diverse concert series. Correct. Right? Correct. Featuring, um, um, featuring, featuring diverse artists. Diverse artists, and they... Or on Sunday nights. Weekly. Um, weekly at the Light Memorial Park. Yep. On stage at Light Memorial Park. So be there, be square, honestly. First one is, oh my God, some of these, the this first name is hilarious. The first one is Sunday, June 25th. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday June 25th, the <laughs> Empire Strikes Brass. What kind of band do you think that is? Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. What do you mean Star Wars? Because like Emperor Strikes Back. It's Empire Strikes Base. Oh Brass. my word. Yeah. I feel like, okay. <laughs> so I'm assuming it's Star Wars theme? Do you think? Do I don't you know. Think? I don't know. Right? I wouldn't have Kind of like Cheesesteak Rebellion. Oh, I bet you they love Cheesesteak Rebellion. They probably would. Yeah. Then we got Nancy Sanchez on June or July 2nd. 
then we got Terrence Simeon and the, oh my God, I'm going to butcher this, Zydeco Experience. The Rumble featuring Chief Joseph Bordeaux Jr. Uh, I will not list all these. There's there's so many concerts there in is. this thing. It's crazy. And not to mention, like, not only that concert, this that's a huge deal because that's a big concert series mm-hmm. under Green Bay. We get like, it for There's so many different live music spaces in oh, it's banana land. Green Bay. Yeah. And like literally, I'm pretty sure every night you could find music somewhere. Yeah. Even on Mondays. I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. Lyric Room has music on Mondays. Oh, yes. But 1, like, 1,000%. Not Lyric Room anymore, though. Right, Will? Yes, it is Lyric Room. It's still Lyric Room, but Studio One. Okay, announcement. Keggers is now Stage One. Yes. Ah, that's what the But the Lyric was. Room is still next to okay. Stage One. Cool. Well, I'll have to check it out. I love that place. So anyway. So, yeah, every Sunday night, Levitt Amp Concert Series, Green Bay, we... Uh, the folks on on Broadway, you know our friend Brooke. She's a quasi co-host at this point. Um, she, uh, her and her team did a great job getting this here. We all had to vote. I signed into all the devices at my house to vote as many times as I could, but we won the grant. Did and I create a few email addresses? No. Is there a few no email no email one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen at gmail dot com that voted eighteen times? Nope. No. Nope. Never. Nope. Anyway. We don't talk about that. I digress. It's fine. What else is happening? Oh, my word. Oh. Slow rider. Yeah. Apple bottom jeans. Boots Speaking with of music. Apple bottom jean, jean, boot. With Nick, the, I wasn't well, singing it on purpose. No, I know, but I was on purpose because you word. don't, you didn't, people didn't get the vibe when you did it. You were just saying words. I know, I know. But that's going to be, so last year we had uh, TikTok star. Uh, Jason Derulo kick it Ty off and, and now we have oh Ty Verde was awesome last year wasn't he the one who kicked it off no Jason there Derulo Jason Derulo, Jason Derulo. <laughs> <laughs> lol <laughs> yes yeah, so it was Jason Ty Verde was like the third one because there was a country guy Hunter in between Hayes that guy yeah we've we've recapped this several yeah. times anyways but, the first so, one is Lowrider and that's year. this weekend right mm-hmm, Friday yeah oh no, Friday the third. what day is the third Whatever Will? day the third is. It's Will? Intern, what is it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the voice you hear in the background is our new intern, Will. Say hi to the people, everyone, Will, nice and loud. Will, you want to come say hey? <laughs> You're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, what else is going on? Did we have a big announcement last week? I don't know. That's what I missed. I had so much FOMO, Katie, you have no idea. Something something yeah. big got announced. Yeah. I'm not um, sure what. Nick. That that traveling thing the NFL does where they pick the new players for the team. Yeah. Oh yeah, the I draft know. is coming to Green Bay. <gasps> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> 2025 NFL draft in Green Bay. Shout out to all of our friends uh on this on the committee that helped with this on the Packers side and the Discover Green Bay side. Uh Gabrielle, Megan. Uh, of course, Mark Murphy, Aaron Popke, all the folks over at the Green Bay Packers, as well as our team at Discover Green Bay, Beth, Cameron, Brad, uh, have been working since 2016 to get this thing here. That's wild. Can you believe it? You were like you were like a, a toddler. I was. You in, were still in diapers. I was a sophomore. Oh, okay, close enough. Uh, I probably didn't have my license yet. Do you have your license now? I can't. I'm, 
I think. Okay. Not, I shouldn't, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> I've driven with you a handful a of times. A few curbs took yeah. a doozy in the yeah. process. Though. So what are you most excited about about this? Like, it's uh, right now, I'm kind of like, the announcement was really, really cool, and now it's kind of like a waiting game. I've had a few people reach out and ask, like, hey, where's this going to be? Where's that going to be? And, and the answer is, know. we don't know yet. We bring in these conferences and events, like, every single day. Obviously, the NFL draft is like the biggest one we've done. Mm -hmm. But now that we've, you know, done the proposal, now it's time that they're coming into town. They're going to start scouting locations. Um, You know, the team working with the closely with the NFL, they don't let me get that close to this stuff (laughs) for obvious reasons. Um, They're going to make some recommendations and everything, but ultimately it's up to the NFL to decide where things are going to happen, where they think. Uh, things would work best and and honestly with their track record of building the largest professional sport in America and pulling off a Super Bowl and a draft every single year mm-hmm. I think we're gonna have to go ahead and trust them yeah I'm just <laughs> let them do their thing yeah I can't but it'll be really fun to like kind of be uh, you know watching and and be involved a little bit with everything happening so what are you most excited about what was like the first thing that came to mind when when you realized that the draft was coming to Green Bay I am most excited about seeing the city truly like come alive like it does it does for Packer games and it does for you know the title town concerts and every farmer's markets all the different things but like yeah this is truly a whole nother level yeah of people coming to green bay and it's just gonna be so neat yeah and i know the draft is like football adjacent related and and it's gonna be a chance to showcase lambeau field and the title town district which is great but like the spotlight that's gonna be on the city and the region is and and the state of wisconsin really as a whole is is a unique experience and um you know it's one of those things that like as we go through our day-to-day stuff like if we can host the NFL draft, we can do anything. For sure. And I think it's like also the other thing I'm excited about is the work that, you know, everybody has put behind it and yeah. seeing it all come to life and be like, yeah. wow. Like yeah. you can see the passion and dedication. Like even in the press conference, I don't know if you watched it. Brad, I watched the whole thing. Brad was getting super emotional about it. And it's just, is it just kind of goes to show how invested everyone is, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a rare opportunity. We're not, you know, we're, we're, we don't, ha- we don't put on these rose colored glasses and say, yeah, Green Bay should host a Super Bowl. Like we, we don't have, we're, no, we're not facility, a big enough city. Yeah. Like, and that on top of that, you know, the weather in February is yeah. um, not ideal for, for a big event like that. So like, we don't think, but we can do this. Yeah, for sure. And you know, it can be frustrating to see the, you know, feedback, like, how are they going to pull this off? That kind of Who's thing. Working? Like, yeah, of course. Um, but just watch, just watch. I think everyone's going to be very surprised at the uh, quality of event that is held here in Green Bay and everything the city has to offer. So come on in, come check us out. You know what? Do a scouting trip. Like if you're really, you know, worried about it, come in, come this summer and check yeah. everything out. Good. And what are, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Test out the waters. Yeah. Dip your toe. Um, Dip your toe. What are you excited for? Uh, you know, I think it's going to provide, obviously I'm excited, like in my role, um, for the tourism impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I'm also really, really excited for the, you know, the kids who are in, you know, elementary school to middle school who will get to see something like this happen. I think it will... I think it'll it'll cement how great of an area this is yep. for some of them and maybe even like retain 
you know, some kids as, as you know, this being uh, a cool and up and coming uh, city. I mean, last week or two weeks ago, I talked to Jackie about Green Bay being the number one place to live. And, and now we got the NFL draft and we were just named most affordable place to live. And I, I think, you know, just stacking all of this with the NFL draft announcement what I'm most excited about is is just the the moment that Green Bay is having and yep. being this next up and coming kind of Midwest destination that we haven't been uh, before. So I'm I'm really excited for for that. So yeah, definitely. A lot of big things happening this last week. A lot of big things happening this week. Um, let's see what else. I'm what waiting else? for you to segue into it. I the farmers I market. Gave you the segue, dude. You did. <laughs> yeah, a lot of big things happening this week. Farmers market. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did it. Okay, send it. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna go parade, but farmers market. Either way, nonetheless, yeah. both um, farmers markets kicked off, including the concert series over at uh, Gather on Broadway. Shout out to the team over there bringing original music mm-hmm. in. Uh, national touring artists, so make sure to check that out when you get to the farmers market. Did you get down there for the opening one? I did not. Me neither, because I was a. Uh, in Texas. Oh, yeah. I was in Texas. Yeah. Are you going to go tonight? I think I'm going to go tonight. We don't have anything tonight. Holy crap, it's Wednesday. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I thought it was Tuesday. I know. Oh, my word. I'm so sure. Why would we be here if it was Tuesday? We record on Wednesdays. <laughs> Nick, my life's a blur. You know that. Um, I know. I know. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'll go tonight. Be yeah, because um, no Maddie's, bas- Maddie's basketball practice ends at five, so I think we can get down there in time Yeah. before it all kind of shuts down. Yeah. Um, but the Saturday markets kicked off as well. Did you see the swag? Um, yes, <laughs> and she's saving some for me. Is she? So, can she yeah. save some for me? I don't know. Please, maybe I can pull some strings for yeah. you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you want to go party and have a good time, obviously the Wednesday farm Wednesday night farmers market on Broadway is your spot for that. All sorts of vendors and music and and all sorts of stuff. But the Saturday morning farmers market is a little bit more of a chill vibe and get your veggies, get your fruits, get your meats, all yep. the whole thing. Boba. Uh, oh, Boba is there. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. That's been my new. That's been my new hyperfixation. I've never had one. Boba. I've never had one. Will you get me one next time if you go during the day when we're in the office? Um, sure. What would I like? Um, I feel like you would like the like. Uh, they're not even teas. They're honestly just like a flavored juice mangoy drink, and okay. the boba in it is gelatin. Okay. I get, I think it's Sheldon. Please don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. This is guessing. I get the milk tea, though, that has okay. the um, different kind of boba in it, and it's really uh, good. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Just, I don't want the pressure of trying to pick something out. Just get me, just, if yeah. you go. If, I'll get you the basic. Yeah. Next time you go, if you're, if it's like we're both in the office, just get me something because I want, I, I need to jump on the fad and figure out if it's actually something I like or not. Okay. You can get it tonight Deal. at the farmer's market. Oh, Yeah. I'll report back. Okay, okay. Um, we also, last thing before we get into, oh, I didn't even tease our guest today. Uh, la- we have one more thing before we get into our guest. Our guest is Mr. Mike Van Asten from a lot of different things. Uh, hotel yeah, owner. No yeah, yeah, interesting dude. Yeah. Um, he is a hotel owner in uh, Green Bay, Fox Cities, Florida, and Seattle. He is... Uh, I don't know what his exact like title is, but he is involved with the Malva Cultural Center and getting that um, gorgeous building up and running. And we go into all things. We learn so much. We have breaking news twice uh, wow, with some heck? with some exhibit announcements. Like, can't wait for that. I don't know how 
I'm putting it out. Maybe I should give Susan a heads up. She does their PR. Maybe you should give yeah. her a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Susan, I'm, I'm going to give you a heads up, so don't be surprised. We break news here today. Um, but the last thing we got to get into, uh, you ditched me for the parade, uh, but we had so much fun, me and Valid. wife Katie and the kids, uh, at the De Pere Memorial Day Parade. Speaking of the Marvel Cultural Center, going over the bridge and seeing that thing, now Aww. that all the... That's honestly like what pops into your head when you cr- turn the yeah. corner to go over the bridge. Yeah. It like it glows yeah, in the sun with all the glass and everything. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so cool. But yeah, it was great to see everyone um, out at the parade. Um, Did you, know, you go to uh, celebrate your or no? Uh, so we it was Maddie's birthday weekend. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. we she had she just turned happy 10. birthday Maddie. Happy birthday, Mad. Happy birthday, Maddie. <laughs> Mads, love you. Um, and then Izzy turns. Seven on June eighth, next week. Oh my word! Yeah. Oh my word! Yeah, it's birthday season in the Meisner household. B day S Z N birthday season. Um, <laughs> it's giving millennial yeah, of yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, it's giving millennial because I am millennial. So Valid. <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, the kids went on. Uh, so we had a. We did a little birthday cookout, and so we were kind of busy. So I didn't get to celebrate Tapir this year. I heard it was awesome. Oh my word! Yes. And um, um, the the band. Oh, who was Glam it? Band. Huh? Glam band. Glam band was there. Of course, they are awesome. Um, the other one, Wet. Uh, Wet possum. Wet possum. They are my jam. They do all two thousands pop punk. Oh really? Like Blink One Eighty Two, Sum Forty One. What is the gal from? Avril Lavigne? No. No, not music. Uh, the girl from uh, Paradise North. Um, Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay. She manages their social media. Oh. I know. Really? Hey, if you hear this. <laughs> what up? Great job. No, I, I did not realize that um, that was the kind of music they did. And I love that music. It's my favorite music, actually. It's raining. It is raining. Can you all hear it? Um, but... Katie, would you like to explain why you weren't at the parade? I wasn't at the parade because I got engaged this weekend. Congratulations, Katie! <laughs> um, I you don't did. have the ring; it's getting sized, right? So you can't rip. you can't show it off. It's all right. It's gorgeous, I'm, though. Yeah. Um, but I knew it was coming, and he did a really good job. And I mean, I didn't know it was going to be this weekend. I you knew it was going to happen sooner or later. Sooner or later, but and it at happened some point sooner. this summer. Yeah. So. Yeah, really excited. Big news! Big news! Congratulations! So we can't wait to. You're gonna. Are you gonna? You think the? I mean, I know he's from a little bit outside the area. You think he'll do the wedding here in Green Bay? I honestly have no idea. Like, I'm trying to pick a venue that I like that has everything. So send me tips in the DMs. (laughs) Oh, okay. I like this. Um, I like this. We have the audience to help. Yeah, to help do this for sure. You guys can help me plan my wedding. That's fine. Oh boy, do you know what you just signed yourself up for? Um, that's so, dangerous. I know, R.A.V. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, well, yeah. I can't wait to see what kind of suggestions I know. you get in the DMs, <laughs> in the comment section. Hit the comment section yep. to plan Katie's yep, wedding. Yep. That'll be our new podcast bit, right? Yeah, How- so <laughs> this week we got... No, just kidding. No, but I mean, like, um, seriously though, you know, I've only met Deacon once or twice, but uh, you guys seem really happy together, and, yeah, and all of us at Discover Green Bay are very, very happy for you, Thank and you. I know... Uh, you have a great resource in our office for 
event planning. Event planning, I know. You know? <laughs> My sister so, was like, don't you know someone in your office to do that? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, valid. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You kind of got a little bit of a leg up on this whole uh, whole scenario. Facts. So, congrats. We're super Facts. happy for you. Uh, can't wait you. to hear more about the wedding details as they come out and we'll have to I know I'll have to spill a tea yeah we'll spill and then after the wedding we'll have to do a wedding recap episode oh my word uh that's my jam and if you use some local vendors or maybe a local Mm. venue we can Mm -hmm. talk about like I kind of did for Gabby's wedding yeah yes yeah yeah. good call yeah Um, it's on my I don't mean to turn your special day into content, but I just kind of did. But like, you, <laughs> always, always. Every time I go out to eat with my family, guys, don't eat yet. I have to take a photo of the oh, food. I know. <laughs> did you see Brad took a drink of his beer last night at the concert series before he offered it to you for a picture? I was like, rookie mistake, man. Rookie <laughs> Rookie mistake. mistake. If you're with Katie, you say, would you like a photo of this before I start? <laughs> Nick does. Nick knows, so it's fine. All anyway. right. Well, let's get into this interview with Mike. Uh, one final congrats to Katie. That's awesome. Thank At you. first, I was mad about you missing the parade, and then I found this out, and I was like, oh. Were you really mad? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways. That was, that was just for entertainment Valid. purposes. But, you know, you broke cool. the ceiling. Broke the fourth wall. Um, it's all right. Welcome on to the podcast, uh, Mike Van Aston, um, with a whole bunch of different stuff, including the brand new Hampton, the uh, home to by Hilton, and uh, the Marvel Cultural Center. And there's much more that we get into next. Welcome back into our special guest segment on the 920 Show. Uh, we have a very, very special guest that we're going to get into so much uh, information about. There's a lot of exciting things happening in the community, and uh, Mr. Mike Van Aston has his uh, has influence on a lot of it. So we really appreciate you stopping by, Mike. We're looking forward to having a conversation, learning a little bit more about you and the projects you're involved in. Yeah, thank you for the invite. Of course, anytime. You know, it's always exciting to get, you know, community leaders on the show. And, uh, you know, we want to kind of start there. So a project you're involved with just had some really big news announced uh, that we're excited to talk about. Um, Are you cool starting there? I think that's... Very appropriate. All right. <laughs> excellent. As you know, we are a destination podcast, and this is going to be very, very big for the tourism infrastructure here in Green Bay. Uh, Mike works with the Malva Cultural Center uh, and is working on, on getting that project up and running. And you just announced uh, your first four shows. So um, I have to say, when we saw this come across, I was very, very excited. My content brain was like, oh my word, the yeah. stuff that we can do there is going to be so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to know right off the top of the bat, I, this might be like picking your favorite child, so bear <laughs> with me. Which one of these shows or exhibits, excuse me, are you most excited about uh, for the future of the Malva Cultural Center in De Pere, Wisconsin? Well, you know, that is that is a hard question. Yeah. Because the Malva Cultural Center really aims to... Um, feature seven different focus areas and for these four come from four different areas who who can't who can't like the beatles and the beatles is being put together by the grammy museum oh wow they do they do phenomenal work Mm -hmm. and what hasn't been announced is actually there's a second show that goes along with you know, ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles, mm-hmm. yeah. the Grammy Museum is putting together a second exhibit, which is going to be exclusive to the Malva Cultural Center, exclusive to Wisconsin, and that is going to feature the dozen 
individuals from the state of Wisconsin who actually won the Grammy. Oh, wow. So, are we breaking news on the 920 show today? News. Oh, I awesome. love this. It's my favorite when we break news on the 920. <laughs> you know, we're not a news podcast, but when we get the privilege to get some key information to our listeners, we love it. So we thank you so it. much. Yeah. I didn't even know there was one Grammy Award winner from Wisconsin. There are there are a dozen, and um, their story and how they, mm-hmm. how they came to win a Grammy will be featured in a separate exhibit Wow. Um, during the same I can't time wait that the for Beatles that. Are, are here. I'm I can't excited. wait for that. That's so so I have two favorites because I have kids. So I have one that I'm really excited to bring my kids to and one that I'm really excited just for myself. The Lego exhibit, it, I mean, I was clicking through some of the images. That is going to be so cool. Have you seen any like renderings of that or how is it going to like, what is the feeling of the Lego exhibit going to be? Well, I mean, I have you know, worked with all of these companies that have put together exhibits. Mm -hmm. There are around 200 companies globally that do special exhibitions. And so I haven't actually seen the exhibit. The exhibit is in Cincinnati right now. What I do know is that um, this Lego exhibit is the largest attended exhibition ever to be held in the city of Cincinnati. Oh my God. So that, that, says something For about sure. the popularity. Um, um, Northeast Wisconsin will be the second um, home to that exhibit. Um, and there are about 150 different Lego models oh, I'm so put together excited. by Lego masters. Wow. I love that TV show. If you ever got, have you ever watched that? that? No. It's like, uh, it's like, you know, the baking competitions that yes. they do. It's like that, but it's Lego masters That's and they're crazy. like judged. And then if they lose, like the host just like destroys it. I'm assuming there's going to be no destroying <laughs> the exhibit. <laughs> well, well, there's going to be an opportunity for you as an individual to go before the build it area. Oh, there's going to be like, and, an- and challenge the, challenge the Lego masters. Here's so. my problem with that, Mike. I don't do well without instructions. So True. freeform Legos have never been my thing. I, I, I like Nick to. Nick fo- is more of an observer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I was the kid who just built a straight tower. <laughs> I didn't. For sure. I didn't do all the stuff. What uh, What does the lifespan of the exhibits look like? Like, how long are they there for? Like, so. Most exhibits, you know, come to an area about this size for about 90 days. 90 days. Oh, okay. okay. And that's where that's where these four will land. Gotcha. Now, exhibits in the atrium level, which, you know, are, have not been announced yet, mm-hmm. those are a little bit shorter duration. They're anywhere from 30 days usually to 60 days. Gotcha. Awesome. Oh. Um, the one that I'm most excited for for myself so backstory, my dad traveled around the world when I was younger. He uh, worked for um, Kimberly Clark Converting uh, Company, and he would install machines. He would go on machines and install, so he'd be there for like a while. So I had the privilege to go to Australia a few times, once for an entire summer, um, wow. and basically lived in Sydney for that summer. So you know where I'm going with this. The sharks exhi- exhibit coming from the Australian Museum is going to be so cool and i love shark week on discovery channel which is coming up i love sharks i was a jaws fan it's like <laughs> i'm terrified of them but i like it's i respect them thing, like, yeah it's like the mystery behind it is yeah intriguing. yeah and there was then sharks was actually the first exhibit that was announced 
Yeah. Sharks was actually the most challenging exhibit, you know, to get to this area. This was a very, very, very big um, production of the Australian Museum. Mm. And it sold to record crowds in Sydney. Mm -hmm. And then it's making its debut in the United States and will be at three locations in the next year. Um, This is very intellectual, educational um, exhibit coming out of a world-renowned museum. And we were very, very fortunate to be able to um, land sharks Mm -hmm. here in northeast Wisconsin. I was actually in Denver last week at the American Alliance of Museum Annual Conference, and the head designer of the sharks exhibit actually flew to Denver and we had a chance to meet at length oh, cool. and talk, and she is very, very excited and plans to actually come here for the opening of the exhibit. Really? In, oh, in, oh, we'll have in, to connect on that, because we'd love to do like a welcome package for her. Yeah. Like, oh, that would be awesome. We have a, I don't know if you've seen this, we have a sign at the airport where we can like, or a, a, not a sign, a TV where we can put like welcome to people. So if you ever have people flying in and you want to say welcome, just let us know. That would be, that would be. <laughs> A terrific start to her adventure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'd love to put together like a little Green Bay Care package for her too. Like that would be really cool. Yeah. So I have a few. I have a few probably like questions that are a little off. Uh, you know, you don't want to get normally about this stuff. Um, but I want to talk about the evolution uh, exhibit as well because mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't love dinosaurs, right? I am so pumped to bring my nephews and nieces there. They are obsessed. Yeah. With that kind of stuff. So worldwide. The most popular exhibits, shocked me to learn, are exhibits about Egypt. Oh, number, interesting. Number two worldwide does not shock me. Dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of us love dinosaur exhibits, mm-hmm. and, you know, we can't tire of them. This one is coming out of Saudi Arabia. Oh, wow. So it's got a long... Um, a long ride over to yeah. Northeast Wisconsin, and I especially like Evolution Dinosaur because it's a combination of immersive, meaning that there will be a lot of, um, you know, a lot of interactive um, video, floor to ceiling, dinosaurs moving and walking and going, and sound, but it also includes thirty life-size dinosaur um, replicas as well. Okay, as long as we're not going Jurassic Park on this thing? No, so it's a combination of immersive, where the floor is going to move, the walls (gasps) are going to move, and actual, um, you know, know, model, you know, life-size dinosaur models. So these sound so exciting, and I can't wait. You might have just, the evolution dinosaurs might have just bumped up a little bit on my list on yeah i i don't even know how to rank these in my brain i'm just so excited for all of them um but that's that sounds crazy I, I was wondering if you would possibly be able to take our listeners a, a little bit behind the scenes how did the team at the mobile cultural center you know peg these as as the ones to kick off this beautiful center that's coming to northeast wisconsin and and you kind of mentioned um a little bit about the pillars can you get into what those are 
Sure. So, so again, not wanting to be exclusively an art museum, mm-hmm. not wanting to be exclusively natural history, mm-hmm. you know, it was very important that we sort of set up a, you know, a guideline for the type of programming that will take place in the cultural center. And so we selected, now you're testing my memory here. But, um, <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on the spot. <laughs> um, history, natural history, science, arts and photography, religion, popular culture, oh my word. and immersive. Nailed it! Hey! Nice! So those are kind of the guidelines <laughs> yeah. when it comes to selecting, you know, either traveling exhibitions or art and photography exhibits or movies for the theater. Wow. That's really cool. So um, this one, this has been the burning question on, on my mind. I grew up in De Pere, so this is, you know, super cool for me, as everyone knows. De Pere, not West De Pere. <laughs> um, so I, I just kind of, you've been involved with this since the start, and and what, how did this whole idea of the Mulville Cultural Center and bringing it to De Pere, Wisconsin, how did that generate, and what was kind of the vision, and, and what was the, the team hoping to accomplish as as we looked in ma- at making this investment? Well, both Jim and Miriam Malva grew up in De Pere. One in East, one in yep. West. <laughs> <laughs> but they managed to bring it together. That's and, a rare couple and, there. <laughs> and, and, and Mary and um, raised two incredible sons, and they moved away, and their career took them all around the globe. Mm-hmm. I mean, they lived everywhere from London to Dubai to Houston. And um, upon retirement, they decided they wanted to do something for the city that they grew up in. Mm-hmm. And and that was sort of the beginning of the conversation about what could be done for De Pere, for Northeast Wisconsin, that would you know help put the area you know more firmly on the map Mm -hmm. so that was sort of the genesis of it and um, and we go from there and we go from there. i love it so i think like the inspiration is great what 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 kind of impact do you think this will have not only for residents but for visitors to the area like how will this change when it's open because i know what the time the clock is ticking here we are what uh, about I mean, I know there, it, it, there's not an exact date. We're looking at fall, I believe. Is that accurate? Well, we're pretty close to an exact date. I mean, it's it's the the, the very end of September. So okay. we're about, gotcha. about four months away. Yeah, okay. So how do you see that changing, like, people's experience when they visit here and for our residents? Because, I mean, this is a really big deal and I don't I don't I don't know if everyone fully understands this the 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 scope and the the magnitude that it's going to have well I mean we all know that there is no draw like the Green Bay Packers Mm -hmm. and um, the you know the Shrine and Champion is actually becoming a large draw as well we just had an event that um, the March to the Shrine Mm it drew over 7,500 people for one pilgrimage so so this is this is just another opportunity for people that come to northeast wisconsin you know on their way here or on their way to door county or on Mm -hmm. their way up to 
you know, the Monaco area. Right. It's it's another opportunity for, you know, something happen, happening. It's, mm-hmm. you know, Appleton has the Performing Arts Center. Yeah. Greenby has the Widener Center. This is another dimension. Yep. Um, there's no place that exclusively features, you know, traveling exhibitions and rotating theater and and galleries. So it's another opportunity for for people to extend their visit. I love hey, to that's Bay. music to our ears. <laughs> extend your stay. That's one of our big pillars. Yep. Um, I'm in the hotel business. I know. So well, well, it, I want to get to that. It's important to me yeah. as well. I want to I want to get to that in uh, in a little bit. A couple more questions on on the Malva, if you don't mind. Um, we talked about the traveling exhibits. I'm kind of wondering what the day to day is going to look like because there's a lot of space. And I know these these things are going to be moving in and out. Are there any consistent things that will be going on that you can talk about um, at the center or, or places that the public can access on a, on a daily basis? Well, we're going to be open six days a week. So the public is welcome any time that we're open. There will be, again, changing art and photography exhibits in the atrium. So six to eight of those a year. And the public is welcome to view those at any time. The theater will be open. There will be documentaries and other film in there. Oh, I can't the, wait. The, I love that. The, I know, me the, too. The, I can't <laughs> wait. And to go watch, like to make an event out of going to watch a documentary, like, oh, you know, love. getting your family, getting friends. Like, I love documentaries. I sit on my, you know, I'll watch them on, you know, yeah. on, on any topic. And yep. just to be able to make a bigger event out of that, I think it's going to be really, really cool. Yeah. Sure. And and the, the the theater itself, you know, is there's a Samsung screen around forty feet by eighteen <laughs> feet. So it's one of the larger screens. Holy moly. And and it's built to be able to show, you know, the um IMAX type films. Wow. It's not an IMAX theater, but right, to give an right. idea of that type. The scale and, and, and I can give you another breaking news. Oh yesterday. I um, just signed um, an, a, a new featured film called Moonbase, just won a major award in Europe, and basically it's about establishing a permanent community on the moon. Oh my Let's and, go! And it's I've had the chance to you know to view that um, video a number of times. And it's very exciting to see, you know, for the first time, obviously, in history, the thought behind actually establishing permanent residence on the um, face of the moon. And it's, it's a great documentary, and we've got exclusive rights to show that for the next year. So we will open with Moonbase as one of the featured films. I honestly Mike, I might come see that a dozen times this next year because this is I no lie. I was just on my way over here in the middle of a podcast about establishing colonies on Mars. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> this is like right up my alley. Yeah, you know Nick, you know sure. you're young enough. You could be one of the first residents. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, if my kids will come with me, then I'm down. Yeah, if they'll come with me when because I'm assuming they'll what probably. Your wife. Yeah, her too. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is amazing. I'm so excited for that. Yes. Um, so that'll run for a year. Yes. You said okay. 
typical documentaries will not last that long. Okay. But because of the that. impact of this one, yeah. it'll be shown in all likelihood, shown once a day. Wow. You know, for, that is awesome. I can't wait to go see that. And you said you've seen it a, a number of times? I've seen it a number of times. So I need your opinion. Do you think it's actually going to happen? Like, will we have people on the moon in the oh, next 100 years? I do think years? it's going to happen. Oh, no, this is far sooner than 100 years. Really? Yeah, this is this is meant to happen in the next decade or two. Holy <gasps> moly. I, there you go. The listeners of this podcast will not believe this. They're I'm speech- shook. I'm speechless. Core. A decade? Or two. Oh, okay. See, and I want to just call the, your attention to one thing, Katie. Did you notice he called me young? Enough. <laughs> she makes fun of me for my age all the time. Um, all right. Well, uh, want to just a little, you know, wrap up on the on the Malva before we get into some of the other stuff you're involved in. Um, can you do you you said open six days a week? Um, is there anything you want to let the public know around you know hours of operation? Anything else like kind of uh, you know some of that um, uh, just. Housekeeping, that's the word I was looking for, the housekeeping type stuff. Because um, I know there's a ton of interest from our listeners on, on the Malva Cultural Center. Sure. We're, we're going to be closed on Tuesdays. Okay. So it's easy, oh, easier okay. to say when we'll be closed mm-hmm. and when we'll be open. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that means we'll be open Wednesday through Monday. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we didn't talk about the fact that we will have a, a casual... Um, dining option for people oh and and we will have a sit-down restaurant as well so you know there are times when someone may come over and want to just get a a coffee and a piece of cheesecake and watch a film and there's other times that people will want to actually sit down so there will be a restaurant food service available all the hours that the center is open Mm -hmm. we've also have a what I hope will be a sort of a large city museum gift shop, Ooh. intentionally meant to bring in items. You are hitting all of Katie's checkboxes right now. <laughs> intentionally meant to bring in items, you know, different than are handled locally. Right. We 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 don't want to compete with local merchants. We want right. to um, work with them to expand the offerings. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, in Denver last week was the MSA show, which is the um, Museum Store Association. And we were out there kind of purchasing, out. Yeah. Yep. purchasing items to be Seeing featured in yeah. the store. So there will be shopping opportunities, dining opportunities, as well as educational Nick, you're have to up my budget on the company card. She's breaking my budget here. Breaking my, she's going to be going and saying, oh, this is for content, Nick. I promise it's content. Okay, where's the content, Katie? You just, you just had a coffee. <laughs> um, no, that's, I, think you, I think you hit all of the boxes that Katie loves. Merch, coffee, cheesecake. Gift shops. Gift shops. Like, unbelievable. One other thing before we move on, though, um, event space as well, too. Like rentable event space? There is event f- space as well. I think you're going to find the boardroom on the second floor to have absolutely stunning views. Oh, of the river. Ooh, I- yeah. Of the river, but also looking out the window to the north okay. is a view of the Lambo G. Oh, yeah. All the way from De Pere. I love oh, it. Lord, that's crazy. Yeah, I know it is. So there will, be a, there will be event space. Um, 
we've we have events already booked nice. in the month of October. Oh, nice. very so cool. We will wow. open up with events shortly after opening. Yeah, nice. and um, very last opportunity here about the the Melville Cultural Center. Are you? I'm assuming with the phase you're in, are you looking for people who might want to work there? Yes. Oh, um, interesting. Question. Interesting question because actually, you know, I have a very small core team of five right now Mm -hmm. so a very very small team Um, we're looking at about 60 people so i'm going to be starting interviews next week oh there's been there's been 50 ish people that have reached out to me oh good before we've actually started doing any um, advertising for positions and those interviews are going to be starting next week on Tuesday. Wow. All right. Let's get it staffed up, my friend. <laughs> yep. I love it. Where can everyone find more information um, or if they may be interested in, in applying in anything, uh, anything like that? Is there what's the, the website URL? Where can they find everything Marvel Cultural Center related? I think the best spot is right now on the website. Um, my email address is on there. They can shoot an email and um, we will be happy to set up a first conversation. Love it. Go. Love it. I'm so excited. So what is the, is it malvaculturalcenter.org.com? Org. Malvaculturalcenter.org. Org. Okay. Uh, the other thing we always remind our listeners is you could also just Google it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come up. <laughs> yeah. If you don't remember that URL, you'll definitely remember the name Malvacultural Center and you type that in Google, it'll be the first result. Yeah. So uh, make sure to check that out. All right, we've got a little bit more time. We spent a lot of time there, so but I have some other things that I want to get to, Mike. Um, we just talked about this a little bit off show. You just opened up a hotel. Congratulations, my friend. Ooh. Two, two weeks ago yesterday. Yeah. May 15th. Um, wow. In this day and age, on time, on budget. Hey, so if you can do that. That was very fortunate. Mm-hmm. Did you hit both of those goals? We hit both of the goals. Congratulations. Um, so we had a soft opening on the 15th. We're going to have a formal grand opening sometime near the end of the summer once we, you know, really get ramped up and and operationally running we can't like a wait. smooth engine. Yeah. But but we are open right now. Um the the um Stadium Hampton is adjacent to the Hilton Home 2. Mm-hmm. So we own and operate both of those properties. And, you know, during these challenging times for staffing, uh, I'm hoping that that model of two properties right. in walking distance of each other. Sure. So you can kind of share team what, members, right. that sort of thing. Right. So um, pretty good timing with the opening, considering that we just got the NFL draft, right? I mean, that's great yeah, news, that's and that insane. new hotel will be extremely helpful uh, with that effort as well. Um, so what what's, what is it like being a hotel operator, and, and what are some Ooh, of the ups and downs of, of that? Because, I mean, we, we're adjacent as, you know, uh, the CVB, DMO, whatever, ABCD you want to call our organization, uh, to the lodging, um, but it's rare that we have a kind of over, owner-operator on the show to kind of give us a behind-the-scenes look. So so what's that like, and, and how intense is that build process and, and the operations? What is a day in the life like? Well, I mean, I've been involved in hotels now for 23 years. Oh, cool. Uh, so in, an, in another life, you know, I ran conference centers. Oh. And, and 
fortunately, we were very successful in those ventures and attracted the attention of Hilton. And so back in 2000, you know, Hilton contacted me and we opened the first um, joint venture in the Fox Cities. Okay. And since that time, um, we've opened another eight properties. Wow. So, wow. Is that all, are all of your properties in Northeast Wisconsin area or do you have some out and about? No, I've got one in Seattle. Oh really? Goodness. As far as to the west, three in Florida. <gasps> that was very intentional. Yeah. And it shows how things in life don't always go to plan. My idea was that I'd be able to work the Seattle property during the fair yep. weather months of the year and work the Florida properties during a different time of the year. Yeah. The reality is the way challenges happen in the hotel business, I end up in Florida more often in the summer. <laughs> and so I funny. end up in Seattle more often in the winter. Oh, that is too funny. But, but um, yeah, so we've got eight properties, eight Hilton properties locally, Mm-hmm. The one in Appleton and the two in Green two Bay. Two in Green Bay, and that's the awesome. home two in the Hampton that you just that you just opened. Correct. What got you into the hotel industry? Well, really, it it wasn't. It was the hotel industry coming to to the conference centers oh, okay. more than so. You know, um, it was the invitation from Hilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. What is? What would you say is like? the high of the highs in the hotel industry is it opening a new hotel is that the is that the highest of highs or is it running an operationally good because i know it's like a lot of industries it can be a roller coaster ride right yeah i mean you know for me personally yeah. i like the rush yeah mm-hmm. so i i like when eaa is in oshkosh and the property is totally full and and totally busy, busy. times yep you know, I like it when, you know, something's happening at the Rush Center or at Lambeau and it's totally busy. Things tend to run better when it's a little crazy. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So why do you think that is? No, everybody gears up. Yeah. yeah. Everybody likes like okay, we on their best behavior. We know that it's time like the rush. Like getting ready for like a like before uh uh basketball game like the the rush out of the tunnel is when you're like the most ready to go you know basketball's top, top of mind just had the nba finals but um so uh you've been a, a member of the northeast wisconsin community for how long how long have you been living here did you grow up here well, just I mean, getting I, to know I, mike I, a little I bit i grew up in little shoot oh <laughs> she's that's funny she's I, i'm moving there in two weeks yeah home of the little shoot windmill yep. <laughs> that's what it's got well so you know i'm a Wrightstown guy so you have a little friendly rivalry <laughs> that, that, that's true that maybe yeah, yeah that's true yeah <laughs> so so, it, so i grew up in little shoot yeah i went off to college way far away to St. Norbert in De Pere. <laughs> you had me like geared up for like. Where? Where'd yeah, you go? Like, oh my gosh, did you go to like Barcelona? Or? <laughs> and then grad school all the way to UW. Oh, tracking around. But returned back to the Fox Cities. And okay. I've, I've lived there my entire life. Nice. So, what do you think it is about the area that's kept you here? Well, I mean, I think for all of us, family, friends, mm-hmm. connections, community, yep. that's a big thing. But 
you know, we certainly have a region that's large enough to have a lot of exciting things to do from, you know, runs to festivals, Mm -hmm. and yet small enough that we don't need to spend, you know, an hour in traffic getting from here to there. See, I love that I can meet someone new and we find like eight connections before we start recording the show. <laughs> we we did. Oh, at, yeah. at least eight. Yeah, right. Every time. <laughs> uh, well, you know, when when you when you've been along been around as long as me. Are you gonna call yourself older? I was going to, but you beat me to it. Thanks for that. <laughs> no, so in the in the twenty three years that you've been in the hotel industry, how have you seen the tourism infrastructure change? And what do you Ooh. think has been some of like the biggest things to happen in the area? Well, in the Fox Cities, if I start there, yeah, I love you know, it. The, the focus on sports yeah. has brought in mm. huge numbers of people. Yeah. So that has been very impactful on the hotel industry. Of course, uh, you know, in, in the Green Bay to Pier area, you, you know, I think credit is due to the Discover Green Bay. Oh, thank you. You know, I'm not, you, you know, I'm, you know, as we talked before the show, I'm past chair of the Fox Cities Convention and Visitors Bureau, and those bureaus have a major impact on putting heads into beds. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's that's important to recognize. But the growth around the Lambeau area. Right. Uh, it's I, incredible. You know, with, you know that, that stunning new you know, arena building. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the, the Rush Expo is the Rush Expo, the the the, District, the, yeah. the um, center for the the concerts. Oh, Rush, the, yeah, the Rush, the Rush Center, yeah. The the whole Titletown District. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been massive growth. Yep. Yeah. In the last Absolutely. ten to fifteen years. When I was growing up, so I lived. I I lived in Ashwaubenon when I was in like elementary school. And then to Pier when high, when I was in high school, um, when I was in elementary school, I would ride my bike to the pawn shop that was connected to a gas station that is now Lodge Kohler. Wow. Yeah. And, I remember when Kmart was over there. Yeah. And we'd ride our bike to the little broke down Marcus Theater. I remember the first I watched, uh, I rode my bike there and snuck in to see Twister. And I've been terrified of tornadoes ever since. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so for me, like, and you know what? It's so funny. I get a little bit jealous of that because I drive, I literally drive by my old road where I grew up and it is like a block away from Titletown. And just thinking that instead of going and getting yelled at because I wasn't going to buy anything at the pawn shop, I just wanted to see the cool cards that were there. Um, I could have been riding my bike to Titletown. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a really, really cool, uh, really, really cool development. Um, piggybacking on that just uh, you know i love getting folks like you in and getting your your thoughts what do you think the future looks like for for the tourism infrastructure in in green bay fox cities northeast wisconsin where do you see some big areas of growth of course there's the marvel cultural center but anything else on the horizon and of course with your background in like economics and and things like that i just love to get your insight on it well, I mean, the entrepreneurial spirit is alive and well yeah. in Northeast Wisconsin. I mean, if we look at, you know, Titletown Tech alone, the, yeah. imp- the impact that they're yes. having on Northeast Wisconsin. If we look at the New North, the impact that organization has had, mm-hmm. I, they, they, they're putting 
they're helping put Northeast Wisconsin on the map. Yeah. And, you know, we live in a pretty safe area that attracts, you know, young families, that attracts Mm -hmm. older people. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I think it all starts there, too, you know, that with that business development side of things, like, you know, we need those businesses and those in, that infrastructure to support these businesses and these small shops and these attractions, you know, year round. So they're va- so so they're there for the tourists when they come. You know, I think it's you know kind of like which way do you go? Which one comes first is always kind of confusing. But I mean, even the development in downtown and the city deck and all of that has made the area, you know, so much more attractive than than what it used to be. I mean, I. When I was growing up, you didn't go downtown. Well, and the sum of the parts. Yeah. You know, if we look at, you know, the the farmer's market that happens on College Avenue in Appleton, the farmer's market that happens on Broadway, those maybe are not, you know, it's not like bringing in the latest show from Broadway. Right. But week in and week out, they bring a lot of people. They have a lot of impact. They... They add immensely to quality of life. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, things like Mile of Music in Appleton. Yeah. Things like the broader range of of programming at the Widener Center. Yeah. Again, they don't necessarily make headlines, but they certainly add to quality of life. For sure. And, I, you know, that is Maddie and Maddie from Appleton and myself and the folks from Oshkosh. We just were going to have a meeting here coming up. I forget when it is, in a couple weeks or so, where we have EAA Mile of Music training camp all within a three-week span. Mm -hmm. Like, are you kidding me? That is so much stuff happening that builds on the quality of life and things for people to do in this community. It's so cool. So uh, I can't let you go without letting you tell people where to, uh, to find information to stay with you at your new hotel. So where can they, where can they book? Well... Stadium Hampton or Home 2 by Hilton. Yep. You know, block to a block and a half away from Lambeau. Perfect yep. location. Right on the Hilton website, like you said before. Yep. Simply Google Hampton Green or Hilton Green Bay and okay. all the info will come up. And those are all part of the Hilton Honors Program so people can, you know, get their points when they stay with you? By all means. Love it. Love it very much. The other uh, thing I just want to say about the. Uh, home to and the new Hampton that uh, Mike is involved in is you can also book on the Discover Green Bay website. Mm -hmm. If you go to greenbay.com and click uh, places to stay, there is a book now feature under their listing that will bring you right to their booking engine. So greenbay.com places to stay. You can find it there. Yep. Mike, thank you so much for your time. Um, We broke some news. We had some fun. I really appreciate it. Uh, come back on anytime, please. We'd love oh. to talk more about, about anything you're involved in. <laughs> Thanks for the invite. Really appreciate it. Of course. Of course. Thank you so much. And uh, if you don't mind, we are just going to do our sign off real quick. We got all the uh, information on where to find your stuff. Katie, hit them with our socials. Discover Green Bay on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Discover G-R-N-B-A-Y on Twitter. Stupid character limits. Also, make sure to go on greenbay.com uh, and check out the latest of Katie's handiwork on our blog. All the different yep. stories and Follow adventures. Our RSS feed. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right. Okay. Yeah, you're <laughs> dating me again. Uh, yeah, make sure to check out greenbay.com slash blog. All of Katie's handiwork is there. Uh, she's building itineraries for you. We may have a few guest bloggers coming up. Uh-oh, I booked some good ones. Teasing. Teasing. Hopefully, we'll be able to make an announcement on the next show for our guest blogger. Um, and as always, get out there and discover Green Bay. Have a good day, y'all. See ya. See ya.